look out our window, there are many sights to see, but the shape we all know is nowhere to be. Folks, we have arrived at the footsteps of one of the most scrutinized horror films of all time, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. The film's reception has more to do with its villain than the movie itself, because as most of you know, Halloween 3 will forever be known as the Halloween without Michael Myers. But does that make it bad by default? Well, that's what we're here to discuss today. I mean, we are on the road to Halloween after all, and there was only so long we could go without discussing this part of the franchise that always has so much talk surrounding it. No one could deny Season of the Witch made major changes, but I think many tend to forget this logic was put forth by the legendary John Carpenter, Deborah Hill, and Tommy Lee Wallace. They took a different direction with a new vision, with the same band of actors Carpenter was known for using. So I'm really excited to weigh in on this one, and I can't wait to hear all of your feedback and opinions on this movie. So come with us as we pick up every stitch. Here is our take on Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Rosark Mark. What's going on? What's Sloppy happening down there? Sloppy to Halloween, 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 it's a sloppy horror show, ha, 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 ha. Hello. Just doesn't get out of your head it after doesn't. you hear it. It does not. <laughs> I, it's been in there since I watched the movie. <laughs> and it, that's why they play it like 20 times. But, oh, man. But that's the thing. Like, once you hear it, like, you'll start doing, like, three more days to Halloween, Halloween. You're you get do it that after a while, Once yeah. you do it. But then you start remixing it to, like, everyday things. That's a good point. Gotta go get some gas, get some gas, get some gas, gotta go. It, it works. It, it, it does. And they pick, like, the most, one of the most famous things uh, for that. But, yes. Hello. How are you? Good to see you again. We are here on the sloppy road to Halloween. We are starting to get into the thickness. We're here now. Of the Halloween. We're halfway through September. If you are listening currently, if you are listening some other time, just pretend you're midway through September with us. Because today, boys and girls, we have a highly requested movie, I believe, from what you tell me. Is that correct? Mark, the fun part about this movie is, even though it, it gets a lot of hate and it gets a lot of love, it's a very 50-50 thing. Um, and this is why I think the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise is the best franchise, uh, or the most cohesive franchise. Halloween has issues. Uh, because... I like all of the movies, but it's hard for the diehard Halloween fans to agree upon it. They're either like purists who love like the original and then like the newer ones, or they like the ones with like Jamie, like four and five, or they love the Rob Zombie ones, or they like it. People usually argue to the T over these things. Like it's crazy, you know, tooth and nail, fucking back and forth all the time on the internet. And to be honest, I've always been the kind of guy. I like all of them. Fuck, if you put Resurrection on, even the one with Buster Rhymes, I'd sit there and watch it with you. Everybody roasts that movie. On the bus, a bus. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the worst movie in the world. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the best movie in the world, but I'd watch it. If you put it on, I'm not going to be 
offended, like, oh, how dare you? No, like, who cares? <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, all right, fucking play it, man. It's Michael Myers. What would you do if somebody <laughs> actually did that? How dare you, sir? <laughs> just, especially with a movie. Like, <laughs> How dare you put this on at How this hour? How dare you? You know I don't watch frightening flicks after 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I love it all. But people, some people hate this and some people love it. Well, first of all, if you, uh, if you just found this randomly and you didn't pay attention to what you clicked on, we're talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, that's correct. That is correct, yes. So, yes, there is... Lots of controversy with this movie. It's a very 50-50 uh, thing from I, what you tell me. Uh, just because, obviously, uh, Elephant in the Room, Michael Myers is not in this movie. Very correct. Very correct. Um, and I'll lay a little history down just briefly about that. And this is another p- hard pill for, like, true Halloween fans to really, like, the. F- it's hard for them because it's hard for people to accept it. Like, John Carpenter was, like, done with the Michael Myers idea after the first one. Then they roped him back in, like, with legalities into the second one. They're like, all right, well, they're going to take your character and continue your story and do whatever with it. And he's like, well, fuck. So him and Deborah Hill kind of got roped in again, and they didn't want to do two, really. And they sure as shit didn't want anything to do with three, but the only kind of way they wanted to go about it is Tommy Lee Wallace was the director and that's Carpenter's friend and they wanted to take it they wanted to switch it they said no we don't want to get boxed in or pigeonholed into something so we want to have different crazy you know the anthology thing was kind of really becoming popular so they wanted to make that like every Halloween it was something different and change it Here's the here's the real situation. If this movie, and I'm not the first and only to say this, I know a lot of people have said this, but if you were to remove the title Halloween 3 and this movie would just be called Season of the Witch, it'd be a brilliant movie from the 80s people generally would probably return to this time of year with like no... It's got Tom Atkins, that guy. He's uh, He is uh, also a horror legend, man. Yeah, I, I love him a lot in the fog. He just crushes it in the fog. But... He's just great, man. He's just a um, he's a horror legend, and he's he looks like the guy that your grandpa or your grandma would want to hook up with, like all the time. You know, that's like her guy. Like, ah, oh, wow. look at Mr. Tom Atkins. But he's a super nice guy. He's still around. He hits all the convention circuits. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, judging for me on the outside looking in, uh, me not being oh. A horror nerd, but I am a fan of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this. Yeah, yeah. I, I could. I've never really took the time to watch this. I've seen the other Halloweens. I've never seen Halloween three. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think if you're right, uh, I think a reason that a lot of people just refuse to not like it is because it has the title of Halloween three, which you expect Michael Myers to be in it, your usual suspects in it, you know. Which uh, makes sense, but like, yeah, take the movie out of it. Still a movie. I, I, after seeing this movie, I'm going to classify this as, here's an example. Let's say you're at a cookout, okay? Mm-hmm. So you've been enjoying your day, having a couple beers. You're good. All right, let's say they grilled out, all right? And they got hot dogs and burgers there, all right? A bunch of people there. I'm liking this. You didn't get in line at first because you don't want to be that guy, all right? So then you get sidetracked. But then you start to get hungry, okay? So then you go over to where the food is. 
and there's like a few cold hot dogs left and there's like a couple burgers left that's what this movie is okay it's not top of the line it's not great it's not fantastic it's not like you know uh, trend setting or anything like that but it's still good you're like you're still there you're still gonna eat that hot dog (laughs) and you're still gonna eat that burger and you're gonna enjoy your fucking day like that's what it is this is i'm still i'll eat this i would eat this movie i (laughs) think that's what it is yeah i agree because come on i mean it's still it's still a fun movie it's still a good story and um i think this actually would be a halloween that most people would kind of like i mean as a majority of people because yeah, it's got it's a, it's it's got the feel of the other Halloween movies, but it's it's still an interesting story. There's some mystery in it. I think it's a very cool it's story. It's got it's got some gory parts in there. Some are implied. It's got a little bit of everything, you know. But it's not a slasher or nothing like that. Which not everybody's gonna be a fan of slashers. But this is more, you know, in the realm of everybody. I believe. I think so too. <clears throat> now. I guess it's time to give these people a synopsis of what this movie is all about. If you haven't seen it, if you're like Ozark Mark and you're wondering what's going on, obviously it's an old movie, so you guys know what you come for. There's obviously some spoilers entailed when we talk about the show, but this is the synopsis part where... It came out in 1982, so you had plenty of chances to watch uh, it. I, I mean, we're coming up on 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> so you've you had, know, you've, most of these people listening have, have had their entire lives, just my, like me, to watch this movie. My wedding date will be the 40th anniversary of this movie. Oh, man. I know. Are you going to... I won't like, tell. No, I will. won't tell her. But yeah. it'll just be <laughs> yeah, you me. will. It'll yeah, be you just will. for me. You're going to have a few drinks on your wedding night. You'll be like, hey, guess what? You know what else is cool? You know, it's the 40th anniversary of Halloween 3. (laughs) (laughs) While you're in the hotel room in the jacuzzi. (laughs) (laughs) Mid-consummation. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I just wanted you to know. We're sharing a big no, special day. No, just go hard. <laughs> just, go, just go hard for a second and just stop. Oh, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> I forgot. Hey. Okay, sorry. Continue with the synopsis, please. All right. So here's what we got going on here. In the beginning of this movie, we got a guy and hit. This guy's name's Harry. And Harry is on the run, man. This guy, Harry, is on the run, and in his hand is a a fucking Halloween mask. And why this man is on the run, well, you're about to figure out, okay? He's running through all of these, uh, what what do you say, like a junkyard, right? And he's trying to play hide-and-go-seek with these guys that are, like, in suits. You don't know who they are at first. They're, like, FBI, CIA agent kind of looking people. It's kind of creepy. You're almost on Harry's side. You're like, get the fuck out of there, man. You don't know what's going on. Well, they end up chasing Harry. He's all fucked up. And then he ends up in the hospital, right? He winds up in the hospital because he gets all fucked up. And when he's at the hospital, he happens to meet Tom Atkins' character, who is Dr. Dan Chalice. And Dr. Dan Chalice is trying to fix this guy up, trying to get him right, because he's had an evening trying to get away from these people. And when this guy kind of comes to, he's like, hey, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill everybody. We got to get out of here. And Dr. Chalice is like, what the fuck? Shit just wasn't right. You know, it just didn't feel right. 
Well, in the middle of the night, someone broke into the hospital and came and killed Harry. Now Dr. Chalice is really like, what the fuck? This guy said someone's going to kill us. Then someone came in and killed him. And so, then went and killed himself in the car. Yeah, Dr. Chalice chases this guy out the parking lot, and this dude runs into his like said, you know, big square body car, dumps a bunch of gasoline all over his face and body, and calmly lights it and just blows up. It's a weird thing to watch. You're like, what? <laughs> like, if you've never seen it, you're like, what? What? No, I saw that too. I was like, yo, that did what? Oh <laughs> shit! This went fast, <laughs> dude. I've only seen one person do that in real life, and that was a protest. Yeah, yeah. So now, now he's on the uh, after this. Dr. Chalice is kind of messed up. He's trying to get to the bottom of this, figure out what's going on. He has this little girl, like his little girlfriend named Ellie, that ends up helping him out in this situation. What's going on? The crux of the whole story, there's a Halloween commercial that keeps going on in this town that's advertising for the Halloween masks that Harry was holding in his hand. And it's a new Halloween store, so to speak, where the guy's making the masks... There's a motive behind it. Every time this little fucking song plays, or like when they play this song, these masks become alive on whoever's wearing them. Like you become the costume and your head becomes, where you turn into bugs and fucking snakes. It kills whoever's wearing it, all right? And really what it is, this guy believes in ancient, ancient Samhain, or Samhain for the layman's term, like the ancient Halloween. And this guy's doing this, for a sacrifice for the ancient Halloween. And it's kind of a cool premise. I see 100% where they're going, but you don't get a lot of taking out of children in horror movies. And like, I'm not saying like I advocate, advocate that, but it's kind of fun that it's like in a Halloween mask way. Like almost kids would be like, what the fuck? Like that, that's an aspect that would throw you off. So Tom Atkins' character tries to get to the bottom of it, trying to take down this evil doctor guy. Uh, his name is Cochran that runs it, uh, Connell Cochran. He is the leader of this, and he's the one up to all this no good. He's the one trying to bring back the ancient Halloween spirit and sacrificing everyone to do so. And it's a pretty wild story. It's pretty fun. But I tell you, there's a lot of cool special effects in this. There's some that are like right there. The laser effect was a little cheesy. You know, it doesn't hold up well. But a lot of the bugs and the snakes part is still pretty cool to me. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that. Because what happened, one of the masks is a pumpkin. And it's like their head starts rotting. Like, have you ever seen a pumpkin that sat on a porch for too long? And it just kind of like goes in on itself. That's what it looked like. And it just goes really fast and just turns to insects and... It's definitely nothing I had ever seen before. I've seen this movie, but like the first time I saw it, I'd never seen nothing like that. Now, there's three masks. There's like the the witch mask, like the ghost-looking mask, I guess. Or I don't there's know. There's a witch mask, a skull mask, skull and a ma pumpkin mask. Yeah. What which one do you like? The skull mask. Okay. I like the skull mask the best. Uh, but these masks are really detailed, and uh, which is which is perfect because like those are the three best masks. Like the details on them are crazy, especially for that time. So I can see why that between that and the commercial playing over and over. Dun, 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 dun. 
Like it's perfect. Three more mar- days to Halloween. It's a perfect Halloween. marketing for kids and kind of be like, yeah, I could kind of see this kind of happening. I can too. In a strange way, like a, 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 obviously the Stonehenge powers particles are obviously <laughs> ridiculous, but if somebody was trying to do this, like they, they did it perfectly, because like you know damn well none of those kids wanted to go to school without that damn mask. Oh, right. It's yeah, I would, I would have been thing. front row center. I would have been oh, the yeah. first kid to have my head fired. I would have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> inter- like I said, it's an interesting premise, and you don't figure out what happens to the very you know end, which is perfect mystery because you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, good thriller. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely very curious at the end of this, too, to hear Ozark's parental guidance. We haven't done that in a while. Sorry, I'm yawning. I apologize. I must apologize. But, yeah, we haven't done that yet. Yeah, and this is one that I'm curious because it's, like, right there. There's a, there's some suggestive scenes, but there's not, like, you know. So I'm interested to see. Well, we'll get to that point when we get to that point. Let me ask you this. I know you got to have a favorite part of this movie, Christian Ramey. Come on now. It's it, the season of the witch. I do like, I really like when the kids had, like the scene that you have behind you when the kid, the pumpkin mask kid, when his head gets, ex- when he starts to turn into the bucks, because it's like parents are like arguing, like they're not even like paying attention until it's too late because the song goes on and he's just over there fucking melting. And like when they find out, it's just like, like they're just traumatized. Because what do you do? No, I mean, like, especially. Like how would you react to that? No, in that test room too, like they're, they're. They're locked in, so the girl, the mom faints, and then the dad, uh, his name's Buddy, he's like the top salesman. That's how he got there. Mm-hmm. It's like demonstration, dude just gets eat, just gets bit by a snake, <laughs> by the snake that came out of his kid's head. It's pretty intense. Yes. Pretty intense. Not a fun way to go out. I really liked that. That created a lot of trauma. I liked the, when the guy ripped that guy's head off. That was fun. Oh, dude, I love the sound effects that he put in there. Did you notice what the sound effects is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blood just spurts up. Yeah, it's like, it's gory, but it's also comedic. It's like almost cartoonish, the way yeah. he just rips his head off. <laughs> 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 it's like a squish. Yeah, I like that That was lot, funny. Man. That was funny. Man. Is that your favorite part? What's your favorite part? I have, my favorite part is probably nobody's favorite part. That's how my favorite parts usually go. So, this falls into the comedic thing of you and me both like dad freakouts. Yes. Dad anger. Just dads, just being dads. Dads Losing joke. Shit. Anything. It's hilarious. Now, I found a little bit of this. It's when uh, Dr. Collins, or Chalice, sorry, Dr. Chalice, and that Ellie girl first are in that motel. And the doctor goes up to the front desk. And he's, like, looking to finally see, like, okay, yeah, her dad was here, so we got some evidence here, right? So he's on his way back to his room. But there's, like, that buddy's family pulls up, and they, like, go in there with a motorhome, and there's and the bike falls, and they're causing all kinds of chaos around him, trying to talk to him. And he walks a little bit further, and then another sales lady comes up, picking up an order. She's talking his head off. And then something else happens. Like, so there's all this commotions going on, which right when he's just, he's just trying to get back to his damn room, you know? <laughs> he opens the door and closes it, and the first thing he yells, like, this place is a zoo! <laughs> 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 Dude, 
dude, I was by myself just laughing hysterically. <laughs> this place is a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course, he, you know, he starts to, you know, bang Ellie and stuff in the motel room. And this is like the third time they're going at it that we know about it. And he decides to ask. He's like, aren't you tired yet? She's like, no. And he keeps going. And then he goes like, how old are you? <laughs> like, hold on, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, wait, let's wait a second here. You've already, like, yeah. penetrated her, like, multiple times. Yeah. And now you're asking how old she is? You I guess what? they did the different in the 80s. I don't know. But I was like, did that man just ask how old she was at this point? Yeah. Let's, you, let's, fucking, let's, you fucking creep. Let's rewind, Mr. Atkins. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> what have you done? Yes, that was a... I don't know. I thought the, I enjoy that too. Dad anger in movies when they're freaking out, especially mm-hmm. when they just they don't need the aggravation. They're just irritated and they just want to get through their fucking day. <laughs> Got heartburn. <laughs> like that's why dads are so angry. They just got heartburn it's from like coffee and onion rings their whole life. I can that could make sense. That makes sense to me. Just holes in their stomach. Yeah, that's what's going on now. This concept has, I've seen this a few times in things, even like uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer had an episode where everybody who wore their costumes, they like got it from this particular store. On Halloween night, they all turned into like whatever your costume was. That's kind of a cool concept. I yeah. like that. I, for some reason, that's just neat and interesting. I'm going to get a, million, a billionaire costume. Hey, now. So I'm going to turn into a billionaire. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. To stash some. Yep. Yeah. I'd be a billionaire. I'd turn it into a billionaire. There you go. Hey. There it is. Let me ask you this. Okay, so those peop those men in suits, okay, which uh the guy created as his like henchmen. You know, those are the guys that are going around fucking with people. They all look the same, so apparently they're just mechanical. They're robots. They're robot people. They're yeah. robot people and they look very similar. They have, you know, human-like features like one even sneezes in the elevator he's like see pretty realistic now if you were that man and you had to create all those robots to do your bidding right once you like create like some busty broads or something you know like some you know like some supermodel kind of looking girls to be your henchmen oh i'd be yeah instead of these these dudes and (laughs) and suits Mm -hmm. you know distracting you know, you wouldn't know. No. It's either that or I'd make a bunch of clowns. That's also fun. I know. What would you decide? Busty broads or clowns? What would you make as your henchmen? All of them Danny DeVitos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't come in here. <laughs> if anybody comes in here, we start blasting. There's like four of them on, our sho- on their shoulders and they're just... Be a quad DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> all Danny DeVitos. <laughs> We're all Charlies. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, too. Cadnawal. <laughs> Cadnawal. <laughs> Do you think in your heart of hearts, Ozark Mark, mm-hmm. if your loved one got one of these masks and they turned into snakes and insects, A, do you think you could deal with that, you know, kind of trauma? 
No. Okay. I don't either. I don't either. It's one of those weird things. It's like I can almost deal with even an, uh, a wide array of situations. I think this one would put you in the fucking mental home for the rest of your life if you did not die. Now, there's a scene where this other this other lady, on these masks, I'll say, there's like these little tags on them. And these little tags have like a chip in them. Well, this one lady discovers one of the chips, and she starts messing with it and prying with it, and this laser shoots out and just, like, wrecks her face. Now, the laser part looks kind of corny, but her face looks sick, dude. She almost looks like like the Predator or something, man. Like, it's hard to describe, but her face is just, like, blown open. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely good, uh, good uh, makeup job on that broad right there. That was pretty uh, creepy looking. It looked good. Yeah, that would get you if you were little. You'd be like, what? I don't know. I I thoroughly enjoyed that part. There's also... I don't know what it is. There's like a glare. There's a glisten that comes with Carpenter movies. And I know this isn't directed by Carpenter. It's Tommy Lee Wallace. But him and Carpenter are friends. And Carpenter worked on the movie. So it's got this like shine to it. This finish that I can't describe what it is. But... It still feels comfy after all these years. 40 fucking years later, and I still feel comfy. It doesn't feel super unwatchable, like, man. No, I mean, it, it still feels like it still feels like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Coming by the score, like, just the score of the bells ringing. Oh, what an intro. You know? Yeah. That, and then when he's trying to, when he finally is running away before they catch him and bring him to the factory, that just bell score. You know, it, it feels... Like it, it feels like it should be within the series. Yeah, Carpenter uh, the way is it's just filmed. a beast with his composing. Yeah, it really is good. Um, I mean, how would you feel though if you were like he? Uh, it's towards the end where he's running around and he finally finds a phone, and he tries to call home and tell him not to wear the masks. But it was also funny because she just starts bitching because he promised her for the fifth time that he'd come home to see the kids or whatever and he's like he's like Lord shut up <laughs> just shut up <laughs> like tell him take the mask off but she didn't like she told him to basically pound sand and hung up and I was like dude you'd be so defeated like if you knew this and your kids had those masks yes oh. before texting when you could just be like don't listen to your crazy ass mom do <laughs> what I say mm-hmm. it'll get you a playstation <laughs> <laughs> no that, that was a super freaky aspect but there was also there's also a really popular theme that goes on with horror movies because his girl Ellie got brought back, but she was one of the robot people. It's you can bring people back and they're robots and they look like the people that you love and know, and that's a theme even with you know the faculty with um, obviously. <clears throat> You got the faculty, killer clowns from outer space, um, and then um, what's the one that uh, that's lacking my brain right now? I don't know. You, you didn't give me any description for me to help you. Yeah, like where people take over their bodies. Um, I don't know. It's coming. I'm. I'm just really. I've been. We've been smoking a little bit. I have. It'll come back to me. Yeah, you're, the alien been... movie with Kiefer Sutherland, where they they come and take over your bodies. The uh, oh my god! I don't know, man. I'm kind of burnt out. Donald Sutherland. I'm sorry. Donald Sullivan. Sutherland. Sutherland. Sutherland, Sutherland now. Mark Sutherland, man. I'm talking about. I don't. He doesn't know what I'm talking about, and it's bothering me right now. Well, 
Don't be getting. I did like the intro. I did like the intro to the credits, though. The lights making the pumpkin. Dude, th- that was sweet. That was pretty sweet, dude. It was beyond sweet. I loved. Um, well, a, I love synth music. I love fucking any John Carpenter style of music in the first place. So, for me, that intro gets me. That gets me hyped up. And the lights. It was very. The aesthetics on that were very nice. They were very nice. Very nice, yes. I did like the way he they ended the movie too. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What the fuck, dude? How did you forget that? I don't know. We like the movie that the faculty was kind of inspired by, but the where people take over your body, you right. know, or and they appear like your body, but they're not. You're like a shell of your old body. That's a common theme. Even killer clowns from outer space almost did that, but they, you know, wrapped you up in cotton candy. Cat and candy. And you was in a little pod. Yeah. And it was taking over your body. I will, however, say I did like the way they ended the movie. Same. Ended the movie. Destruction. Just no answers. Just no, fuck you. No absolute answers. Just go fuck yourself. You thought he was going to succeed, so he runs to the gas station, calls the TV station, tries to tell him to pull the commercial. Uh, or the, the little program that he had ready for him to go. They start playing a commercial. He's they take it off the first channel. Kid says, "Fuck that!" Switches the channel. It's on again, but it gets off again. It was the third channel that the people broadcast people did not take off. And as soon as it starts playing, movie ends. Bunch of, I like that. I want to see the aftermath of that. Right. Bunch of kids turning into snakes and pumpkins. If you work in pest control, you're going to be very busy. Ah, uh, we got another one. <laughs> I'm already working 60 hours. These snakes are native to the Amazon. This is wild. Snakes. What other kind of bugs were in there? I noticed, like, big-ass hornets. Big-ass yeah. hornets. That's what that was, yeah, because that was on that lady, too. Yeah, that's what, what I was talking about on that lady. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty creepy, pretty nasty, but that always works because people don't like that. I don't care who you are. You just don't want to step into that. Oh. You're just like, oh. No, I think they did okay. I think uh, they did a good job of picking uh, Mr. Cochran as well as an actor. Yeah, that dude looks it. like dude looks like someone who collects old toys and <laughs> is like trying to you know kill kids. He looks I, like it. <laughs> you know, I just agree. look at him for real. He's, but he's somebody's creepy grandpa. He is. But for now, <clears throat> let's get into uh, knowing a little bit, a couple things more about this movie here. Okay. Hello, there, welcome to the one and only What Do You Know Here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Now, if this is your first time here, this is how it's going to go. We're going to tell you things we know about this movie. Okay, and that's it. So, let's go on to things that you may or may not know about this movie, Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. Tell me something for my brain. 
Thank you. Okay. I'm, I'm looking. I'm not gonna... Well, there's a basic fact. Because, you know, it's the movie without Michael Myers. But sometimes people can get funny or they can get cute and say, Oh, technically Michael Myers is in this movie. Because there's a commercial for Halloween, the first movie. They recognized it as a movie within this movie. It's a movie within a movie. Right, but it's the actual trailer for the movie, and there's a brief second of Michael Myers in that trailer, so in all technicality, you know. He was in it. Right, right. So to say that he wasn't at all would be a lie. That would be a fuss. That's you true. You would be fibbing. You so, know what, I didn't, I, I, yeah. But it goes further than that, because okay. that's the basic fact that a lot of people will tell you. That's uh, the kind of, that's the one where people are like, actually... You know, people hit you with that. Okay. But did you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this too. Where? She's in there. Where? So it's her voice cameo. So there's a time where Tom Atkins goes to call out and he talks to, he's, you know, he's talking to the operator and the operator says, I'm sorry, your call cannot be, vo- or your, your call cannot be reached at this time. That's Jamie Lee Curtis's voice. Wow. But also, when it's time for the whole town to shut down for the curfew, which there was a funny part where they just snatched that cat like (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm talking about yeah like you get in here inside (laughs) inside time kitty cat but that was also her voice too over the megaphone that's Jamie Lee Curtis so there you go wow I did not know that holy shit yeah so that's two little so they're both in it yeah they're both in it so it's a real Halloween movie yeah yeah we just ruined we just screwed all the rumors they're gone, okay? There can't be any more cameos. Exactly. No. Well, maybe there is. Get Wait, out of town. Hold on a second. Yeah, there is. Okay. So, let me tell you something I know, okay? So, there's another cameo in this movie, okay? It's in a little section, okay? Yeah. Where a man meets his demise by getting his head ripped off, and it goes... <laughs> I like that part. Okay, you know who does the ripping of the head off? That old man? It's not just nobody. It just ain't nobody from nobody land here. This is somebody from somewhere that you may recognize. Okay, you know the movie Halloween 2? Yes. There's a Michael Myers in that Michael Myers in that movie. <laughs> Michael Myers. I burped when I was talking. But That's you know, okay. Michael Myers is in that movie, Halloween 2. You know oh, who yeah. plays Michael Myers? Dick Warlock. Yep. Dick Warlock. They call him Daddy Warlock. Down there at the, you know... Down there in the gutters. Yeah, down there in the gutters. But Dick Daddy Warlock, he is the man that rips the head off of that bum. Look at that. This whole movie is filled with cameos. This whole movie is Halloween filled. Hey. Happy Halloween. To you. Countdown to Halloween. Yes. That's those are some good facts. I know there's some good facts. That's why I just told you. Look, so for the everyday fan walking into Halloween 3, maybe they're like you, Ozark Mark. Maybe they've never seen it. They say, hey, I've never seen this movie. Well, now they'll know some facts about it. They'll feel a little bit more educated on the the weirdest Halloween movie of the franchise. So yes. there you go. That's some beautiful facts for you. That's some beautiful facts right up in your cornhole. Yeah. You got any more facts? I don't think so. I think that'll do it. Okay. Um... It's time to go now. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Crippling Manic Depression and Marijuana. Now, back to your host, Ozark Mark. Ozark, what hey. The fuck was what's that? going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Did you say crippling depression and marijuana? <laughs> crippling manic depression and marijuana. <laughs> you should have started something subtle with like cheese sticks and milk or something. I don't know. So anything's better than that combination. <laughs> crippling manic depression and marijuana. Dude, just do, <laughs> just do combos and rubber bands. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Combos well, we and can't say bands. that because combos that you know we got to go not with an actual. Dude, if brand. we got a sponsorship from combos, how dope would that be? I'd be like, send me the biggest bag of pepperoni pizza combos mm-hmm. every week. You like the buffalo wings ones? No, I don't. Those are good. I only do, dude. I only do the pepperoni pizza ones. That's like top notch for me. I've tried to. I like the cheese ones. The cheese ones are good. I love honey mustard, but I don't know if I've ever had their honey mustard ones. No. I've tried the salsa ones, like the chips and salsa. Yeah. No, no good. It's no good. It's a waste of money. You go with the pepperoni pizza. If they ain't got the pepperoni pizza, get Slim Jims. Did you try it when they had the sweet ones? No, I don't do the sweets. That's not a sweet snack. I did. It, it, there was caramel filled. There was caramel filled pretzels, bro. It was so good. <sighs> See, I don't like mixing the pretzels with. I don't mix. I don't like mixing the salty and the sweet. I'm not that. I can do it. Fun police here. There is one. No, there is one though. Chocolate covered potato chips though. My broad got me hyped on those. Those are so fucking good. Yeah, salty and sweet. It's a good combo. It's not the best combo, but it's a good combo. I'm going to say, you know. You're missing out. Mm. But what you didn't miss out on was a funny movie. You didn't miss out on that grill out burger like we had mentioned before. Correct. I liked that metaphor a whole lot. And once again, like last season when we were covering movies we did october movies specifically that feel like october this leads right in even though this is an october movie i have some big ones on the agenda for that month so this one had to get kind of close to it this one's got to get you excited this is you know when when she's got her you know her hand on it and she's working it there's you know there's no liquid on it yet there's no you know but it's working it. It's getting it going. All right, you're getting excited. You can tell the hair band has come out. You know, you know things are going places. <laughs> and that's the sloppy road to Halloween. You said there's no liquid yet. <laughs> Stop it. Oh. Well. No liquid yet. You know what's... Another common theme that you see with these horror movies back then is... What might that be? The fear of, like, government or, like, the... There was, like, agencies and governments and, like, the overbearing kind of thing. The the suits, if you will. That was always a common theme. I mean, it even, even worked in Firestarter. There's just so many movies that follow that premise of, like, we have to get away from this you know, group of people who are trying to get us... And it is kind of freaky, man. And especially when you find out they're maybe not Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator levels of, like, badass. But they're, I mean, they're coming to get you. Oh, yeah. That one guy, when he got uh, hairy at first, just choked his ass. Like, yeah. You expected a fight. You you expected him to. I expected a syringe the first time I saw it. Because it kind of gives you that Michael Myers... uh, when you see him and get scared by him, that like, that John Carpenter's so famous for, that noise. And that guy kind of popped up on Harry. And I thought there was going to be like a syringe and they take him out. I no, just choked him. Just like death gripped his throat. 
but Harry was smart. Harry, they're in this junkyard, and while Harry's struggling on the ground, he's looking around for whatever weapon he could find, and he notices this car that he can grab this chain, and it's up on this jack, and he's trying to pull it off of the jack, and he does that, and that smashes that fucking dude. Now, he's a robot guy, so it probably didn't hurt that much, but if that for real hits you like an old-ass fucking car like that smashing you into another car... You'd be squished, dude. That'd be a tube of toothpaste is what you'd be. Yeah, that would hurt. Oh, my God, dude. That would hurt so bad. Ah. Ugh. Dude. Another part that made me laugh, though, is when, uh, after speaking of the robots, when Dr. Chalice gets into the first fight and he's getting choked out. But Mm -hmm. then he just, like, just gut punches him and just, like, pulls out his innards, inner robot parts. And, you know, he dies. But then his hand is covered in, like, yellow, that yellow ooze. Yep. So then Mr. Cochran and a couple other guys just have him gripped it. And his, and he's just talking to him, and his hand is still covered in the yellow ooze. What is that, slime man? For, all, for a while. And then just, like, halfway through the scene, like, he's just all out of breath and, like, can't believe what's going on. He just finally grabs a scarf and starts wiping off his hand. <laughs> Is that slime, man? It's not slime. Watch watch that scene again. Like, just watch it. Like, it's a good, like, couple minutes before he just slowly starts cleaning off his hand. I'm going to leave this on here. (laughs) I'm going to celebrate my kill. (laughs) Look at what I did. I'm just like, yep, he's wiping off his hand. Look at that. Man. He's got, we actually were listening to a panel uh, with Tom Atkins in it. What were we? Is that for Creepshow? Yeah. We're at the Creepshow panel. He was there, and Tommy Lee Wallace was there. The Both of them were there talking about this, and they kind of went into this movie a little bit, so that's fun. It's nice to see that Tom still works the circuit, because I'm telling you, man, he just crushed it. He did so many movies back then and kind of stuck with horror movies. And he's a serious, he's a serious actor. Like, he could have transcended into something way different. I feel the same way, like, about D. Wallace, uh, you know being E.T.'s mom and just she didn't have to stick with horror all this time and I know she stepped out somewhat but when people stick to the genre and especially this one you're like props old man he's still working the conventions he's old it's probably fun man that's to the point where you enjoy it and some people don't need all the damn money in the world I'd rather just do what's fun and live (coughs) and live the way they want to live there ain't none there ain't nothing wrong with that at all (coughs) Get yourself make... together, because we need to go into the Sloppy Horror Podcast <coughs> rating. This is the last show ever. I'm dying. Sloppy Horror rating, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're back up in it. Welcome. Yeah. To. Yeah. The one and only world famous Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. And I say world famous because we know we are being heard all over the world right now. So welcome to it. Christian Ramey is the prince of horror. He's the horror nerd himself. He's corrected this, uh, conducted, you know, this, um, you know, great horror rating system that makes a horror movie a horror movie. What are you doing with these lights? What are you doing? Stop it. You're throwing me off. Anyways, so we're going to rate this movie as a horror movie, not a movie in general. So please keep that in mind. Now, 
We're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three the categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point. One point for a total of ten points altogether. That is accurate. So let's get into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Feeling a solid two on this one, dog. I feel like everybody's serious actor in this. Nobody's super corny in it. Um, I'm feeling a two. It's above a one and a half for me because it's kind of sincere. Like it's a, a tad over Halloween. Like Halloween had like obviously Jamie Lee Curtis in it, but she wasn't prime Jamie Lee Curtis. You know what I'm saying? Like she was still a young actress at that point in her career, but. There's big actors in this. It works well. It's a movie. It's a film. Like, I wouldn't say it's some piece of shit, some flimsy piece of shit. It's it's believable to the final bit. That part where he's calling the operator at the end, like, you, I, he was conveying it, man. I think it's harder for a guy on screen to convey fear or, like, look scared because it does. Some actors aren't willing to go there. They don't want to look like a bitch. And they're like, nah, I ain't doing that. Yep. So when a guy can kind of like find a way to do that but still be masculine and tough, um, I I think that was very much there. Um, I, I thought the guys in suits did a good job. Just not all around the board. All right, all around the board. So that is two out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. This feels like another two. It's not, it's not a three. Man, there's a lot of kills here, though. Let's go through them. All right, convince so, me it's a two, because I don't think it's so a two. Start off, convince it, me it's a so two. So start off, we got the guy getting squished in the car. Okay. All right, and then people break into the hospital, and he, like, squishes his fucking eyeballs and pushes them into it. Like, that was kind of more graphic than you expect when you first watch it. You're like, uh, ho, ho, ho. You're like, what are you doing to him? Okay. He gets that guy all messed up. Let's let's think about the kids going on. They get their head turned into the bugs, and they get all messed up, right? Okay. We get that lady getting shot with the laser, and her face gets all split open. Okay. We got that bum getting his head, like, ripped off, and there's, like, a blood spraying out of it. Okay. Um, we have a, do you count a kill as a, a suicide as a kill? Yeah. Okay, that guy lights his self on fire. Yep. With gasoline blows himself up. Blows himself up. We have, um, I mean, Ellie died, but, you know, doesn't say. The buddy guy died from a snake bite. Yep, he gets the snake bite. Uh, it's quite a few deaths in this. Called, uh, the Colin guy gets laser beamed or something, right? The Cochran okay. guy? Yeah. 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 He gets laser beamed. There's a wide variety there. So I'm saying not perfect. Not a three. No. Not not like not not a three at all. But I think it's more than one and a half. I think it's a two. Just because there's I mean the head rip off and the snakes and the I don't know. It's just a Well, there's a large variety there. There's a decent amount. There's almost six, seven. Okay, so we get in there. Okay, we'll go with a two. I'm fine with that. So that is four. Out of 10 so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the third and final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. And that is fear. Mm, I'm thinking, like, it's it's more thrilling. So I would point, I'm going to give it a half a point for just the audience that's, like, younger. 
Like, as a younger, like, not teenagers, but, like, younger than teenagers, well, it might be able to get them a little, like, no, Yeah, up. well, that's the thing. I mean, there, no, I don't think any movie we're ever going to do, any horror movie, is ever going to get a zero for fear. Mm-hmm. Because if you, at children, if a child watches this, there's going to be something. Yeah. They're going to be afraid of a mask. They're going to be afraid to put a mask on and afraid they're going to turn into bugs, like, if they're small enough. Like, mm-hmm. So, and again, there's people that are scared easily, um, but... It's a good story that keeps you in there. Uh, it's definitely suspenseful as shit. Yeah. It'll keep you immersed within it, but not not terrifying, not nightmare fuel at all, but maybe for a, a youngster, it might be frightening images, so I'll give it a half a point on that, if yep. that seems fair. Sure. Okay, or people that are scared of their own shadow. Yeah. So that is four and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final one-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Um, I, this isn't the most rewatched Halloween I go back to, but it's not the least one I go back to either, if that makes sense. I... I watch this and generally this time of year. So and, and it pops up on the platforms usually like a shutter or something this time of year. It's on Peacock right now. That's where I watched it. Yeah, but you gotta get the premium to watch it. I don't. It let me watch it. I mean, you probably got premium, which is five bucks a month. Well, yeah, my she, my lady works for NBC Universal, so we get it for free. I think. Oh, what the fuck, man! Hook it up. Anyways. Yeah, I believe that it's uh, rewatchable too. Um, I'll definitely watch this movie again, especially when the season comes around. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie, man. Really is. Um, I like that. I like as long that. as you as long as you look, watch it for what it is. Look it's at it like that burger. Look at it like the burger. Okay, you want the burger? If it's there, you're gonna. If there's nothing else, that you're gonna eat that motherfucker. Okay. Especially you've been drinking all day. You exactly. Need, you need something Dude, I would you. have it I, if I just showed up after work and I didn't drink any beer and there's just like that left. I'm eating it. Some baked beans. Oh yeah. <laughs> With some potato chips. You like baked beans? I do like baked beans. So that is a total of five and a half out of ten for Halloween three, season of the witch. It's fair, man. That's super fair. I know there's people happy about that. I think that's a good score for that movie. Now, as always, folks, well, not as always. Sometimes we don't get into it because we forget about it because we're having so much fun. But I am very curious because this movie is right there on the cusp of a few things. I don't know. There's some pretty heavy make-out scenes. There's some pretty gory deaths but not over the top deaths so we need to figure out what age you need to be to watch this so hit the music i missed you mister mister mr rosak tell him if you're old enough How old? to watch that scary stuff you know, for the parents who give a f- mm-hmm. ozark mark is here uncle ozark's here and he's gonna bust out some movies and he ain't putting them on too scary if you're too little so What's the age of all you little ones out there? Because we better put on Halloween 3. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Pokemon, but you too little, you can't watch it. So, what you think I'm going to go? How are you going to be? Dude, if you were wearing overalls, I would believe that voice if that's the first time I met you. Uh, let's, uh, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, talk about this. Okay, so, uh, 
Uh, we got the big couple things. We got violence. That's a big thing when you talk about kids. Uh, there's some violence. Most of it's implied. Nothing too, too gory. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some cool make um, makeup scenes when that lady gets beamed. That's pretty scary there. Um, that's the most of fear there really is. Let's talk about the sex, baby. Well, there is sex in it. Uh, there's some makeout scenes. He is sucking on a titty. Uh, but you don't see the titty, but y- y- you know what he's doing, all right? So he's sucking <laughs> yeah, on the titty. He's sucking on the titty, man. So, we all been there. But, there, you know, there's no – that's about as far as it goes. The rest of it, they're just making out on top of each other, so that's it. You do see male ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, <laughs> who, who hasn't seen a male's ass before? <laughs> yeah. All right, what child has not accidentally seen their dad's ass? Yep. Everybody's happy. It's happened to everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. You got to be real young to not really be able to watch this. Uh, probably, like, you can go as high as 9 or 10, really. Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, a kid can watch this and still not fully understand it, but still won't be fuck them up. So, 9 or 10. So that's that's it, folks. Uncle Ozark has spoken. Nine or ten years old, and you should be in the clear with Halloween 3 without having too much psychological damage. Psychological damage. And I, I, I think he's that, that's a fair answer. Thank you. They usually are. That's why you come to me. That's right. That's why you come to me. Now, if you guys have been here, I, I don't know what, how many minutes we are into the show, but one thing I can tell you. Oh, wait. Are you going to give a hint first? Hint. A hint, hint, hint. Because we're getting towards the end of this side street on the sloppy road to Halloween. We need to know what street we're turning on next. But not, we don't, but it's dark out. We can't see the title of the street name. We just need a hint. All we right. need a landmark. All right. All right. I don't know if I've chiseled down the answer for next week, but... Set the hint there. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I have. I don't. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm hmm. gonna leave a hint in the comments because I don't know if I really have fully decided what it's gonna be next week. Damn. Well, do you know where you can go to f- know for sure? Well, if you want to stay ahead of the game, do you know where people can go to figure that out? I do know that. Folks, if you've been with us this whole time, you've noticed there's no commercials watering down this show because we're against that. Unless it was a sponsor that really aligned with us, but most times it's not. Combos. Yeah. But you guys keep us afloat, and uh, we very much appreciate that. And a way that you guys can do that for cheaper than a cup of coffee every month is on patreon.com slash sloppy horror. Every week, generally, we upload bonus episodes, episodes just like we have here. Most of them are audio, but we're talking about whatever. Uh, It's not just horror movies, shooting the shit, having fun, trying to entertain you. But we generally always give the answer for what next week's next week's episode is we always usually clarify that on there so we like to give you a hint sometimes on the show but i'm not gonna lie to you this uh road sloppy road to halloween i've had a bunch of movies in my head but i've been shooting from the hip i've been really going with what i feel from the audience what i feel you know like when uh golfers are out there and they're about to you know they're on the green and they're on their knee and they're like licking their finger and sticking their you know finger up looking for what like that's what I feel right now. I'm seeing what I hear in the comments, what I see 
Well, that's good, man. You know, it's like I'm on the roller coaster too. Let's go. Yeah, I. I Let's go. That's what kids say. Let's go. Oh, I hate that. I know, and everybody does it. Adults do it. I. I hate it. Hate that. I hate it so much. I don't. Let's go. I hate that. Why? I. I know. Makes me want to punch people in the mouth. I know, but why though? It's just. It's just. Why? It shouldn't be that infuriating even, but it is. No, but it is. Why is it? Let's go! Stop. I hate that. I'm not going anywhere with you. You know how you make them stop is my little sister will say it, and I'll just like, that's what I'll say to her, and then she'll eventually stop saying it, around me at least, because it's embarrassing. When you mimic them, my son. You say it like, look, your son's 12, okay? No offense, but he's an idiot right now. Yeah, 12-year-old's are idiot. He'll say, I listened to your guy's show. Your show was mid. I'm like, look, son, mid's in my day, man. Uh, that meant a grape swisher sweet. Wait a minute, hold on a second. Is it, wait, what does that mean now? Mid? Yeah. It, it's just like average. If, I, if, if you didn't like something, if you're like... Well, that's the definition of it. That, I thought it was something different. That Tostino's party pizza was mid. Like okay. They would say it All like right. That. So let me let me get this straight. This little son of a bitch has the audacity <laughs> to say it's mid. To say it's mid. <laughs> no, he didn't say anything about our show. But yeah. <laughs> oh. Sheesh. And if that dude, if that was a 1950s dad, he would have been slapped the. Sh- oh yeah. Out uh, of it. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Different generation. Different generations. Well, do you have any final words? Since we're wrapping up here on this fine episode of the um, Sloppy Horror Podcast. Now, by the time this comes out, we will be in the second round for that face of horror contest. Oh, shit. I'm in first place now. And the way this works is 20... the top 20 contestants within each group are moving forward to the next group, and I'm in first place for my group, so I'm going to make it for quite some time because it gets chiseled down five people by five people all the way down to the final round. But I'm going to need y'all's folks because eventually they clear out all the polls and there ain't no more votes. So what they do is you start back at zero. So I'm going to need y'all to hop back on there and get me back to where I was and keep going because, I mean, yes, they add up for some time until they clear them. And then at that point, I need y'all to come back out. So, you know, I just want to thank everybody for today. Today was a good race. Everybody came through, Daddy. Everybody came through. And when we come back through, I got to thank everybody that made this happen this week, Bob Pit Crew and everybody. Thank the Lord. That's what NASCAR is like. Okay. Well, with that, I think we're going to go now. So I love you. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. Hey, that was good. That was a good show, man. You coming around over the last time to that race, you used to see me.